0: Trick of fun. It's not part one, not part two. It's time for part three of Geeksters.
1: And welcome to episode one eighty three, part three of Geeksters.
0: I'm your host Ed. I'm your bilingual host Sean. Yo, bilingual? Yeah, I said uno dos tres. Oh, okay. That's two languages, my friend. <laughs> two. That makes you bilingual. <laughs>
1: uh, Como usted está?
0: B&E too. <laughs> yes, I took remedial in Spanish in high school as well.
1: You know, I never took a language in high school.
0: You just learned it from Sesame Street?
1: <laughs> yes. That's a you know? <laughs> Well, <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> My
0: favorite joke of all time is in a movie called Whoopi Boys. Old movie, old movie. Um, Paul Rodriguez and Michael O'Keefe. Um, there's a moment where someone, um, where they're playing like um, I want to say butlers, but I'm not really sure because it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. But I always remember this joke. There, um, uptight white guy, right, is sitting by a pool. Paul Rodriguez goes, walks by, he goes, "Hey, Como está usted?" And the white guy goes, "Pre Como es dead." <laughs> 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 I laugh every time. <laughs> that is a movie I dash, they desperately need to put on the desk on I, I I wore the shit out of that videotape. It was so funny. Perry Como's dead. Because he says it to his wife, and she looks all shocked and horrified. Like, oh, no. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I break down in tears every time I say it or I see it. It's, oh, it's a great joke. I just love it. Anyway, um, welcome to Part 3. Yes. Here in Part 3, we bring you the news. Yay. Um, this week's news consists of what, Ed?
1: Well, we talk about Netflix and upcoming shows of the Marvel Universe. That's right, we do. Uh, we also talk about NASA, about a hacker that uh, claims that uh, there is there is extraterrestrial life out there that we don't know about.
0: And You be the judge, folks, about how authentic this guy is.
1: <laughs> we also talk about the future of Warner Brothers. Yes, we do. And... Uh... Else. oh we talk about phoenix jones phoenix jones what he's up to been up to yes
0: <laughs> um so yeah i mean if you don't know who phoenix jones is you will in this episode yes
1: and if you go back to a few past episodes
0: we've talked about him in the past first, yes. yes if you're a fan of comic book man i mentioned on the show he was on that yeah an episode there but uh i digress we're going to let you sit back and relax and listen to the soulful stylings of Geeksters. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio, those apps. All right. So uh, now, Ed, let's bring on the news.
1: All right. Uh, first article I have for you is a Marvel announcing more Netflix shows coming out, you know, for their uh, comic book series.
0: Okay, well, we knew about Daredevil. We know about Jessica Jones. We know about Iron uh, Iron Fist. We also know about uh, Luke Cage, Mm -hmm. Power Man. What else are they putting out on Netflix? They're going to put
1: out She-Hulk, Cloak & Dagger, Bullseye, and Elektra.
0: Okay. To follow
1: the series The Defenders.
0: Okay, well, I just saw an article where Cloak & Dagger is not going to be going to Netflix. It's going to... Freeform, which is the ABC family network. Okay. that's That makes me a little leery. I mean, I like Cloak and Dagger. They were an um, interracial team. Um, one's got the power of darkness, one's got the power of light. You figure out who, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's going to the ABC Freeform, which is like their, which used to be called a- ABC Family. So I kind of feel like it's not going to be. It's going to be commercial-laden, I'm, I got a feeling it's going to be a commercial-laden teen angst kind of show.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I don't know how...
1: Uh, I, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, that's one of those type of shows that you, I mean, they think, they're not giving us much details on when or, or, or you know, what order or, you know, any of that kind of variation. Just the fact that they announced that these shows are going to come to us eventually. Right. You know, and may, you know, more likely through Netflix is what the, All their, right. their, you know, kind of... I mean, I imagine Elektra is going to because she's going to be... Right, because
0: she's in this season of Daredevil, right. which she's been really good in. Um, I They also start talking about a Punisher spinoff show, which is possible because he's phenomenal as Punisher. Uh, She-Hulk I would like to see. Um, I, I'm curious to see how they're going to do that. I wonder if it's going to be more of a of a comedy show or more of a serious... Because like, if they do her being a lawyer, you can kind of have... Like the Law and Order Marvel edition. Yes. You know, so that'd be kind of interesting. Um, I mean, look, whatever they we're comic book nerds to a certain extent, so I think whatever they put out, we're gonna go see at least it, see what it is at least once, and then you know they have our money no regardless. I think. Yes. I, I mean,
1: I I mean, I'm 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 interested in some of these shows. Like I'm I'm interested in She-Hulk. You know, I mean, I'm not yeah. I wasn't a real fan of She-Hulk. Not that I'm not like, oh, I don't like She-Hulk. It's just that it's I never, never read, really... it, read it right right. I know who she is. and I know her character a little bit, you know, from history and that right. kind of thing. But, like, to me, it's like, well, I want to see what they do with the show. Like, that That's... would be kind of fascinating.
0: Marvel's really good at taking their second, third-tier characters and doing a show and doing it in a way where you kind of go, you know what? I kind of see how they do that. Because yeah. there is no way She-Hulk would, would ever get her own show in the past. Right. You know, it's just one of those things. Like, but now you kind of go, all right. You know what? We got this show. We make this work. We make the talking raccoon work. We can make a girl who's a lawyer that turns green. Yeah. We, you know, plus since they don't really officially have the actual legitimate rights to use Hulk in movies mm-hmm. at the moment, why not use a spinoff character? She Hulk. I guarantee you that person doesn't own, you know, She Hulk, but you know they own Hulk. Yeah. Just not She Hulk. So why not do? Um, You know, a story why not bring her into the fold. Yeah. Plus also, you know, I mean, uh, you know, you can have she's an Avenger. She can, you know, you can kind of get that second or third tier character that's an Avenger, but they're like on the fourth or fifth on the call list when the whenever yeah. Cap yells Avengers assemble, it's usually in earshot. Yeah. If she's in Hoboken, New Jersey, she just gets a phone call. Yeah. Like, you
1: no. Know, <laughs> I'll get there eventually.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I'll check it out all right. on all of them. Mary, what else have you got?
1: Well, speaking of, of of superheroes, there's a real life superhero that we've talked about in the Phoenix past. Jones. That's the one, really? Phoenix Jones. Okay, yes. I
0: just saw him on a uh, comic book man the other day. So yes. yeah, all right.
1: Well, this one is he actually stopped at an attempted murder in Seattle.
0: Okay. While patrolling
1: the streets of uh, in the Capitol Hill in, uh, section in, in Seattle. He noticed that a bunch of men were attacking a- another man, and they were pistol-whipping him. Okay. And he when jumped into action is basically right. what it comes down to. And he thwarted the uh, the criminals right. or the perpetrators that and stopped the man from dying, basically. The police showed up, arrested the uh, criminals or the, right. the bad guys. And,
0: uh, you know, great job, Phoenix Jones. Okay, I got a question, though. Uh, you said that the police showed up, right? Yeah. So did he call the police before he jumped in or I mean, do you think that him being there prolonged the act of that guy getting shot?
1: Well, I, I, you know, it—that's it, the thing. I mean, we're only getting—they're only getting certain witness to details accounts. We haven't, we haven't given the full story. Better. There was a
0: streak. And I saw Phoenix Jones kicking ass and taking names, right. and then the police came and roasted everybody except for Phoenix Jones. That man could have died, except it wasn't for Phoenix Jones.
1: Exactly, you know, and then—and that's the—that's the—that's how they are they are you know, as of right now, this is more of what Phoenix Jones is telling people that happened, oh. you know, that kind of thing. So. You know, you know there there is there was a witness there, so there there's could be there's collaboration on the story. So it's not like you know, like oh yeah, just beat a bunch of guys up because they were pistol whipping this guy, even though they might have been just beating these guys up for no reason at all. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, there's there's I don't really think Phoenix Jones is the type of guy to be like. And then there was a pistol whipping. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I jumped in and I I saved this man's life. Of course, yeah, that's the ticket. I mean, I do think that it actually happened. I'm more curious to kind of like they're touting him as a hero, which by all rightly so, if you're willing to jump into uh, something like that and you save somebody without getting killed yourself or Mm -hmm. someone getting killed, it's very heroic. I don't know if I have the testicular fortitude to kind of, no matter how I was dressed, to jump into a situation like that, especially when you see pistols are going on, because at some point, why wouldn't that parent like, hey, guys, we, you you know, Like you don't know when that person's going to pull that gun on you. Well, that that's the thing
1: too. They they wanted to mention this article because they did talk about it because he was actually at one point a criminal in a way. He was they didn't want vigilantes in their city. You know, right. Seattle what is – they don't want vigilanteism
0: in, in Portland, yeah, whatever. The, yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> exactly. Seattle, uh, Seattle. But, Seattle. but the, the the because of because of the good acts he was doing, they kind of you know shrugged that off, going, you know what, he's doing good for the city, you know. Right and for smaller crimes, you know like to, to help out right like,
0: he's stopping purse snatchers and, and and stopping certain things where the cops would be like, I put not no net right like if what jaywalking is down by thirty percent like you know
1: <laughs> but apparently there is an all the all the members in the rain superhero movement that's the movement that's going on in Seattle, right. These are all trained professionals, mixed martial arts professionals, which Phoenix Jones is one of those people that he's trained. So it's not right. like, like us going, like, like, let's put on superhero costumes and right. move the city of Philadelphia to <coughs> stop cry. <crying. laughs> well, I mean,
0: yes, there is there. There is that. Um, obviously, they're trained. But again, it's like you could be a mixed martial arts in Taekwondo. I happen to be an expert in Smith and Wesson. You know, like <laughs> uh, at, at some point, like, yeah, I do know, because like, when he was on um, the um, comic Comical book man. man right? He did say that he wears a bulletproof vest, kind of like that, and he did get shot before, and you know, it was not a good. He got a high end, you know, but a shot to the face is still a shot to in the, the face. face. Yep. You know, like if I if I were a bad guy and I saw Phoenix Jones coming towards me, first of all, my first question would be like, "What the fuck am I doing in Seattle?" You know, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then it would be like. <laughs> why? Why is this guy running towards me? And then, I'm, if I'm carrying a weapon, it would be I'm going to shoot this guy, and then wait till he falls on the ground. And if he gets back up, I'm already either gone or I'm walking over to shoot, put one in his head. Like if I want to be a bad guy, go full bad guy. Yeah. Like if I'm if if I'm going to pull a weapon on somebody, it's my intention is going to be to stop them, not scare them off. Right. You know. You don't have to worry about it. I'm not. I don't, I don't carry a gun, so it's not like. Huh? But I mean, really, like if if he gets, he's fortunate. You know, right. I'm gonna say it's not like I'm not gonna say he's lucky. I think he's because luck's got nothing to do with it. I mean, he knows what he's doing, and he goes out there. And he's,
1: I I I disagree on that. I think a lot of luck has to be on his side for this because it's like imagine you wearing a suit. Going through, I mean, first of all, that's good. that's brave. I mean, you know, I don't props to that. I mean, that is brave for him to do that kind of thing, to walk around in a suit, like, made of Kevlar or whatever, you know. Well, right? actually,
0: when he sold the suit in the show, it, it actually does look like one of the, uh, like, uh, how Batman's first, like, it looks very rubber. Yeah. Rubberish. Yeah. Kind of. And underneath that, there is a bulletproof vest under that. You know. So but, it's
1: like, it's like great that he could do that. But the thing is, is that, like he's risking his life and i and you know and i applaud him for that as well like the fact that he's risking his life for other people that he doesn't even know because sure you know you don't want bad things to happen to other people so he's right. taking that extra step to go you know what i'm going to protect my fellow citizens in this in this moment but the thing is is that he's not really trained like you know like maybe you should go through the police academy <clears> or something like what? that or go you know have like military training to do something like this because the fact is is that like like being a police officer you go yeah, Phoenix Jones caught this guy. You know, like, you go, well, that's kind of ridiculous. You know, like, I mean, in comic books, it's like, yay! You know, in real life, you're <laughs> like, some dude? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I, mean,
0: I No, no, I know what you're saying. I I don't know. Like, we... we uh, I mean, I don't know, because we don't live in Seattle, so I don't know... <clears throat> I mean, he's obviously getting enough press. You know, at one point, he was a menace to society, and then yeah. he... It went on live television, and a la Peter Parker Spider Man style, went, I, "My name is Phoenix Jones, and I'm actually pull off mask, yes,
1: Benjamin Benjamin Bodor.
0: Yeah, from he, you know Seattle. This is what I do. Blah blah blah. So it's like, okay, that's great. And he goes back to being Phoenix Jones, fight crime fighter by night. Yeah. You know." With his band of Justice Leaguers or Seattle Leaguers or right. what's it called, the Rainest, you know,
1: the Rain Super spreading City Superhero Movement,
0: right? Rain Superhero City Movement, so RSCM.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: it's like okay, um, I like again. I commend him. It's very kick ass ish. And you know what? They're braver than you and I would. I would never suit up and go, "Halt, citizen!" Yeah. I am here to stop you. Yeah. I I mean I mean, I don't know what I would do if I saw a crime in progress other than go, "I don't know anything about that." Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm from the snitches get stitches. Right. You know, yeah. like I uh, I don't see nothing. I don't know nothing. I don't know nobody. You know, I didn't see nothing. I I but I mean I don't know. I've never actually seen like a uh, an actual crime being committed as as far as, like, outside of I would saw, like, hey, I saw that person steal a bubblegum thing. Yeah. Hey, stop. You know, like, I'm like, I I, I definitely become Peter Parker. when that doesn't got nothing to do with me, you know, kind of thing until, you know, that great power comes great responsibility thing. I don't think I have great power, so I have no responsibility. (laughs) You know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I mean, I, I do feel like, you know, like.
1: That's <laughs> the thing. It's like, you know, like, I, I, you see somebody stealing gum at a convenience store, you're like, you don't do anything about it. And then all of a sudden, your wife dies because.
0: That, that kid was the, a. B-
1: b- bubble gun, stole the bubblegum. That's the bubblegum shot him. <laughs> you know, so or,
0: her. or the kid took that piece of bubblegum, chewed it until all the flavor was done, and spit it on the ground, which caused somebody to you know, get it stuck on their shoe and they were trying to peel it off their shoe which made them wander into the street which the, my wife was, my you know, my loved one was driving behind the wheel and swerved to miss and plowed into a tree and that person, and they got killed because of I didn't stop that bubblegum stealer. Yes. It's a lot of what ifs. <laughs> like, you know... <laughs> It's just like, no. I mean, I, again, I commend Phoenix Jones and his ragtag band of misfits heroes that go out and patrol the streets. Better men and women than I am. Yeah. i fully admit that. Yeah. But there's also, I look at it from the villain perspective to kind of be like, I have a gun. I can shoot you. And if I see you still coming at me when I shoot you center mass,
1: I mean, I, I mean, if, if you're a villain in Seattle, I want you to record the conversation you're going to have with your henchmen <laughs> or, or your crew, going, "We must stop that Phoenix Jones before he fools our plans." Yeah.
0: So it's like, I mean, like I, I can't imagine, like I can't see the the mustache twirling super I, I, arch I mean, nemesis. I'm, of, I'm,
1: I'm just imagining like like these bunch of gangsters or, or you know or people you know like criminals together. They're going to rob a bank. It's like you know like. We got to
0: stop Phoenix Jones. Gee, boss, what if Phoenix Jones comes up? (laughs) Boss, uh, Phoenix Jones is knocking at the door. What do we do? (laughs) We don't answer it. (laughs) Like, Phoenix Jones' arch nemesis is probably just sunlight because he lives in (laughs) Seattle. You know? Very rarely does it come out, (coughs) but when it comes
1: out, it stops me every time.
0: Uh, Gee, boss, I hear rain is on our ass. (laughs) We'll just have to get an umbrella. (laughs) You don't see it, folks, but I'm actually doing the visual mustache twirling. (laughs) All right. right, What else you got there in the news, Ed?
1: Uh, Well, we were talking, speaking of, you know, more superhero, Batman v. Superman, you know, how poorly it's doing now in the box office. Uh, apparently the Warner Brothers plans to release fewer movies after the Batman v. Superman under underperforms.
0: Uh yeah, it's well, okay, let's look at it this way. It's we saw that um the death of Superman lives what happened. Yeah. That documentary. And it would look like what happened was is that Warner Brothers was losing too much money in their films. They were going in deep and not getting enough on their investments so they started sh- shaving off you know okay we're not making this movie we're not making that movie well we, we, hear <laughs> well, me out okay hear go, me okay, out
1: okay wait i'll wait till you finish okay on. i thought you're finished
0: go no ahead. i'm not because i'm saying what they're doing now is are they're, they're going okay you know what that romantic comedy we're going to not we're not going to produce because we're going to still focus on the supermarket line yeah the superhero line yes it's going to be instead of saying no more superhero movies. They're saying no more regular movies. We're going to focus all our income onto these movies so that way we can get a better return on investment. Yes. No, but it is the same. It's the same principle except they're not using, they're not going, no more money. We're not making any more superhero movies because now they're pot committed. They said after Batman v Superman, here is the, they pulled out their DC dicks to say, These are the movies that we're making. Right. And Marvel does it too. These are the movies that we're making. Yes. But now the moment Warner Brothers, their movies are kind of, people are are like, Mm -hmm. they've already showed their hand. So now they're pot committed to these movies. So what they're going to have to do is, in order to produce those movies, they're going to have to cut out the production value of some other movies. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Yes, Batman v Superman did underperform But we did fucking promise him an Aquaman movie. So now we're committed. We're committed to that movie. So now that romantic comedy that, you know, stars Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan, just making it up, that movie's not going to be made. Yeah. Because that production now is going to have to go towards Aquaman because we've already established that we're making that movie. Yes. You know, and that's where that's kind of like, all right, go ahead. Now that could either hurt them or help them. Doesn't matter. I mean, I don't. You won't know in the long run, but to see that they're dropping their other movies and solely focusing on tentpole movies, right? That's that's risky. Yes, because you're going to have to.
1: I mean, they're going after like uh, they said, DC's the big part of it, but also the Lego movies. You know, franchise are going to go after that. Keep going that. Yeah, they're
0: called tentpole movies, where it's it's like the big block, the summer blockbuster movies. They're going to be putting all their money into. And not the, hey, it's December, here's that drama that we're hoping to get an Oscar buzz on. Yeah. That movie, nope, no, we're not going to do because we're going to be like, spectacle, spectacle, spectacle because that's where it doesn't, because they've already established, look, if the movie shit, doesn't matter, you're still going to go see it because it's got people in capes. Yeah. So it's like, it, we know that Batman v. Superman has made almost $800 million dollars. It's eight hundred million dollars more than we had before. Even though we need to make a hundred million dollar more, more, it's still we we know we'll probably make that up in the long run. So let's just business as usual, folks. But in the back office, going, yeah, that fucking Hugh Jackman movie that we're trying to make, cut that shit. How much is that budget? I'm sorry, seventy five million. It's now fifty million. It's now twenty five million. Yeah. It's like you, now you're gonna have to do if you want that movie. Ten million. cents. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You want that um, High Sea Adventures movie starring, you know, Pee Wee Herman and Tom Hardy? Kickstarter that shit. Because we ain't funding you. Because you know why? We got Aquaman down the pipe. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pee Wee Herman
0: and Tom Hardy. <laughs> <As> swashbuckling pirates. <laughs> Arrgh! <laughs> I you are, but what am I? <laughs>
1: oh my god! Tom he's like I've made really bad choices in my career.
0: He's like I was Bane, I was Mad Max. Now I'm sidekick to Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to be in the Batman v Superman movie. I was in Suicide Squad at one point. <laughs> oh, that's a Suicide Squad. I'm supposed to be in that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, poor Tom Hardy.
0: <laughs> oh, what else you got there in the news, Ed?
1: Uh, well... I, this this one I, I was a different source, and I had to bring it because I found it fascinating. Was uh, A hacker says NASA is editing out UFOs from the video footage before releasing them. Ugh. Gary McKinney, who is like probably one of the top five hackers in the world.
0: Okay, according to who?
1: Uh, To a lot of sources, to the hacking community, pretty much. Okay,
0: do you know the hacking community edit?
1: <laughs> no, not personally, no. Okay,
0: so then you're taking the word of, it's like me saying... Uh, yeah. Um, Hugh Jackman is the finest actor of all time. Well, okay. You you, you can prove that.
1: Well, I mean, like I said, he broke, he has broken into the NASA databases for between 18 to two years. They're they're not, they're not sure how 18 months to two years. Okay. So he's hacking. Yes. And, uh, he's actually found footage that like sees that aliens are looking at us. Post it. I'm yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. that's, That's the thing. Uh, but basically like he said that like a lot of it's just too much data. He can't get it off the servers.
0: If you're in the top five hacker in the world, you should be able to, I'm just saying like you're the hacker community says that you're hot shit. This should be a no. If you can say I've seen video footage of the film, you know what? Here you go ha- here. Low tech solution to your stupid hacking video it. You have it on the screen, video record it with your phone and then post it. Okay. If you can't lift that information on yourself, and, I, I mean, look, I'm going to be honest, I fully believe that there is alien life out there. I fully believe in UFOs. Right. But if you're going to say that you know that it's true, in this day and age, you got to post it. you got to come clean with it. Yes. Like, this guy's saying, I've seen it, but I'm not posting it because the information is too, yeah, that's the ticket. Go ahead. Keep going. Let's see. Let's see how. I mean, I could have been jumping a gun on this article.
1: No, no, you're not. So I mean, <laughs> you pretty much nailed it. I mean, there's basically it's, we're taking his word for it. He did find a, p- a picture that apparently was too slow to download. He was, he was, a, it was a large image, but there was a cigar-shaped image. He was able to screen capture it and be able to post that. So that that's the thing. But f- based on the, I know from a lot of reading and and finding out information that this guy is into.
0: He's a, he's a legit, illegitimate a guy.
1: A legit hacker hacker that's, that's been breaking into NASA for a long, long time and actually has done some... Like, he's actually, like, in prison at this point. Or supposed to be in prison at this point. They're actually uh, putting him... Because he's from London, from England, excuse me.
0: So they're extraditing him yeah, to the... Right,
1: but it took 10 years because of all this...
0: All the legal ramifications.
1: ...and all this stuff like that going on, like, like who...
0: So, top five hacker in the world gets captured... Is being exported to the United States to serve his time, says, out of the blue, there's aliens. Yes, trust me because I've seen it.
1: All right. And they, and he feels that that the reason why that they're not releasing the video footage or they from what he's read is the fact is that NASA doesn't or our government doesn't think we can handle that there's extraterrestrial life well, out there.
0: I, I mean, there is that. Look, well, look at look at for everything that you can shit on, Batman v Superman is. Mm-hmm there is that moment where they start talking with um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, and he actually makes a very good point. I mean, I gotta be honest, it looks like he, that could have been lifted out of an, a normal conversation with him, you know, of him talking about Superman. Yeah. You know, like, how would you talk about Superman? It's like, it is the idea that we are not alone in the universe, and that for some people, that's that's really fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. Because there are so many people on this earth that, you know, believe that we are special, that we are, you know, it, it would question our, 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 we call it our religion, our methodology, our, you know, anything that we've ever known and were taught will be kind of like a lot of people would be like, no, well, if, if, if I'm sp- okay, just theoretically, if God made man in His own image. And there's aliens out there that don't look like man why would god create that and not us? Uh, like you can kind of see where some people would have crises of faith yeah you know and then the idea that if there is stuff out there well how do you know they're not planning to attack us because it's paranoia if you can't if you can't um we fear what we don't know yeah if we can't find a way to fuck it We'll find a way to kill it. You know, or if we can't find a way to kill it, we'll find a way to fuck it. Yeah. You know, it's just it's that's our humanity is will be threatened by the idea of things out in space because they have the ability to get here. We don't have the ability to get there. Oh my God, what the fuck? Right. We're screwed. We're all oh, humanity's doomed, rather than the fact that these aliens are looking at us going, We don't want to land you guys are fucking idiots. You know, we know we just this is just a drive by kind of going, "Hey, look at the big blue marble, kids. Don't go there. That's where the rejects are. <laughs> they haven't invented space flight yet." You know. Yeah. It's like we're the, you know, we're the special needs planet of the universe. Right? You know, so I mean, I, I can understand that logic. But if you're going to say I've seen it in today's age, you got to post it, that, right? You know, I
1: I I mean yeah, I agree with you. You're right. I mean, you know, I just I thought it was fascinating because it's just like one of those type of things where you go, you know, he, he he's got intelligence. And of course though they did find out in two thousand and eight that he has a form of, of Asperger's disease.
0: All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the more you learn about this guy, the more you go, people are gonna go, Yeah, he's probably talking to his ass.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean, you can have Aspergers disease and have that—that it's not Rain Man kind of mentality, but you can be really good and really focused. And that's probably why he's a good hacker. Yeah, you know, and a great hacker at that. Apparently, top five, I guess. Well,
1: he's one of the most wanted hackers. One of the most
0: wanted hackers. So uh, that makes sense. But I don't know. Like, I guess if I was, if I, if I was a hacker of that expertise, and I came across. The truth about. I gave some sample. Got some I would have I would have put it out the world. I'd be like, you know what? Here it is. Now you guys can decide it. Like, here's the proof that aliens do exist. I feel like... because I do feel like that we have the right to know that. Because number one, for a couple of reasons. One, let's say they are. Let's go paranoia. If they are planning to attack us, we should at least be prepared. Yeah. You know, I don't. And I think that if we knew that we weren't the only ones in the universe. I think that that might make us work better together as a race. Yeah. To kind of go, if they're coming here, why don't we go there? Like, let's work together. Let's put away our petty squabbles because we now learned that there is something out there that could probably be bigger than all of us. Right. You know, and it ain't ain't God.
1: It's a huge unknown that we got to work together in terms of, you know, either defend ourselves or go out and meet them. Yes. To show
0: that we mean them no harm. Right. Right. You know, like for all we know, these aliens could be coming by, going, "Hey, look, there's a planet. Let's just go reach out and try to talking to them." And they go, "Ooh, those guys aren't ready yet. Let's go." Like yeah. you know, <laughs> like it's it's like they're, they're it's a gum we're a gum a planetary gumbo. where They keep searching and go, "Is it done yet?" Nope, not done yet. Just keep swirling it around, all right, all right. and then we might have to kind of join together and go, "No, you know what? Let's put us on the side and say, yes, we are ready because of look of the advantages that these people can give us, yeah. or this race could give us." Even if they are purple people eaters or, you know, they could be, you know, women from the planet of Lesbos, you know, for <laughs> all you know.
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. All right. What else you got there in the news, Ed?
1: Uh, Dr. Strange.
0: Yeah. So this
1: past week, we got the trailer for Rogue One. Yes. And of course, now that everybody's talking, Walt well, Disney has another company, Marvel. When's Dr. Strange? When are we going to see that trailer? Well, Probably during they...
0: Civil War.
1: Closer than that.
0: Really? Yes.
1: You know how close? Um,
0: April 15th with uh, Jungle Book.
1: Closer than that.
0: Uh, Next week on... Jimmy Uh,
1: Kimmel Live.
0: Really? Yes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) This next week of Jimmy Kimmel Live... That's my
1: seat. Okay. (laughs) This week of Jimmy Kimmel Live, he is bringing on the cast of uh, Captain America Civil War. Uh, One night is going to be the side of Captain America... And right. Monday night, like Tuesday night is going to be the Iron Man. We've got to give equal time to both teams. Right. And while they're there, one of the extra guests is going to be uh Better Deck uh Kamaraj. And he is going to bring the trailer.
0: It'll probably, it'll pro- probably be the side that he picks. Like it's obviously going to be after his, you know. Yeah. But he'll probably come in on as a wandering, like, you guys are making a big deal about this movie, but here's mine. <laughs> I'm 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 in. So no, yeah, so uh, this I week, can't wait.
1: Yeah, DVR if you're not watching Jimmy the Campbell live, at least DVR to find out the trailer. Or the
0: next day it'll show up online. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> on the internet this week. So, but yeah. basically, if you want to get be one of the first ones or one of the bunch of first ones,
0: did you see the um, um the clip? Well, they they've been showing a live because he's in New York filming, you know, yeah. the movie, and that he was actually in a, he actually went into a comic book store. Yes, <laughs> I was like, come on, how can you not dig that guy? He goes walking into a comic book store dressed full as... Full makeup, yeah. Full makeup. It looks like it was between scenes because he got the little fake cut on his face. Comes walking in and goes, yeah, I want to buy some Dr. Strange comic books. <laughs> like, come on! <laughs> At that point, you're just like, dude, you were born to play this part. As like Robert Downey Jr. come walking into a comic book store dressed as Iron Man. And what kind of comic books do you like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 really excited to see again again and again it's a thing of I'm not really a Doctor Strange fan, but you get the right guy for that part, I'm in and Cumberbatch was the guy for me. Like if you didn't get him, I don't think I would have seen that movie. Okay. I you know?
1: I I've, I would have seen it either way. I I mean, you know, I guess like I said in the past, I'm not a fan of of Doctor right. Strange because of of all the things he's done to my comic books.
0: But anyway, <laughs> Like like Doctor Strange shows up in your house going, oh, you like X-Men? Rip. <laughs> it's not even like that. It's just the what he brings line. to the storyline. Story yes. You're like, yes, and I am Doctor Strange. Look at me. Here's your X-Men comic. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do now? It's mystical. <laughs> you know? You're like, oh, you are like, I bet that magic trick better than what you put in fucking back, motherfucker. <laughs> no, the trick is I shouldn't even be here because I'm in a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, I'm ripping up your magazine, your comic books. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "Oh my god, why it's happening to me?" And then poof, he's gone, back on the page of your comic book, you know, ripped to shreds, and he's just waving. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 I mean, I would have seen it, but I would have been more like, "She going to build comic book?" No, because to me, he was a, a perfect casting.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I and I like the more I see about it, the more I'm like, I'm going to be
0: trippy. It's going to be fun.
1: <laughs> this might be a great movie for the <laughs> summer.
0: Might be. Might be.
1: Might be. Well, okay. compare, compare to Batman v Superman and, and uh, Suicide Squad. I'm going to go with a yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to say the odds of it being a good movie just because it's Marvel it's probably better than it's going to be a good movie because it's DC. Yeah. Uh I mean like look, nothing against the DC camp. I I enjoy their movies. I do. I enjoyed Batman v Superman in small doses. Like I can watch those clips like for me it's like The Dark Knight uh The Dark Knight. I only love that movie when the Joker's on screen. Other than that, I think the movie kind of sucks. You know. <laughs> um so when I look at Batman v Superman, there are certain things that when I watch it on video, I'll probably go, "Boring, boring." Here is the fight. Here is Wonder Woman. You know, like yeah. there'll be like maybe five to seven clips out of that two hour and two and a half hour movie that I am gonna be like, "Watch," and those those clips combined might be like an hour and fifteen minutes out of that two and a half hour movie. But at least I can go. This is the stuff that I liked. Take all this other stuff and throw it off to the side. And this is the reason why I like this movie. Yeah, you
1: know, I mean, like I said, I, I can go on and on about it. But I mean, to me, I said the first half of the movie was very solid, very yes, very perfect. And then halfway through, they—I don't know if they they switched editors or I, I don't
0: I, I don't know. Like it felt like
1: something happened somewhere where they were like, <laughs> "We're we're under budget and uh, out of time. Let's or, slap something together."
0: It was like, "Hey, look, this is the guy." The first half of the movie was the guy who worked with Ben Affleck. It was, like, tight, yeah. really good, Oscar-nominated kind of material, and then all of a sudden it switched to Goyer material, where it was, like, he wrote all the action scenes, and it was up to writer number one to kind of figure out how we're going to get to where writer number two has all the special pieces. Yeah. Because it did feel like Zack Snyder were kind of like, okay, well, we need Batman to fight Superman. We need to bring Doomsday in. I want to introduce Wonder Woman. And we gotta introduce the Justice League. Now let's find a way to put all them together in a plot. Yeah. You know, and you're like, Oh okay, but can't we just do no nope? These are the five scenes. These are I already have these scenes in my head and now I'm going to video I'm going to record around those scenes and try to find a way to get them to fight. Like like how they fight is great. How they stop fighting not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Or
1: even to me, even some of the scenes where it was just like, "Why?" Like, like there's a scene in there. I'm not. I can't spoil it. I know. I know this is really hard <laughs> to do. We're gonna try. Where there's a scene and you go, "It was nice, but I don't understand why this was in the movie." You know, right. Like there's a couple of those scenes, and you're like, "I wish they explained that better." Like, I think right. that's where, like, you know, that's like the second half of the movies so where you start going. And, where you just going? This is what I want. And These are the actors I want in this scene. Let's do it. And then, the, you know- and,
0: and that's where I kind of feel like most people go. Well, I love this movie because of that scene. Because, like, I always feel like there are people out there who go, "Well, artistically, the this is this, this, and that." And I'm, you know, where it's like, okay, you know what? To me, when you start getting, well, you don't see the nuances of that particular scene. It's like. Now you're talking out your ass to justify the confusion that most people feel. Right. By going, You just don't understand the subtleties. It's like, No, I understand the subtleties. I just don't understand the point. <laughs> right. Like, well
1: to me like the first half is like when you're spoon feeding a baby and they're like, you know, and at yes. first it's like, Here it comes, here it comes the uh-huh. choo-choo. Um, you know? um, and um, after um, a while they're like, they're on Twitter. Or on their on their Facebook on their phone and they're just shoving the spoon <laughs> in the baby's face, hoping they're miss hitting or, the mark.
0: Or it's like the ba- you're feeding the baby, you're like, uh-huh, the baby's eating spoon feeding, you're going, Okay, baby's getting it, baby's getting it. now, you try it, baby, and all of a sudden it's everywhere. Yes. Because like, <laughs> you realize the baby shouldn't have had the spoon at all. All right. Just finish the move, just finish the meal by you feeding the baby and wait a couple more years and maybe they'll be growing up enough to be able to handle to
1: themselves, it. themselves,
0: right? You know. All right, well, um, on that note, I say we call it a night. All right. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and our Heart Radio.
1: Just search for Aquanet Radio and those apps.
0: And don't forget, if you want to connect, uh, you want to... Wow, I'm sorry, I had a brain fart there. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And if you, want to... if you want to listen to the podcast of this show... You can download it at wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Just search out Geeksters. Or, since you're already hitting their Facebook page to give it a like, check the About section so you can find out where else to download it.
1: Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app from their Google Play Store. Search for Geeksters, and our shows will be there for you.
0: And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: And we'll see you next week, folks. Bye! And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. All of a sudden, I became the game show host. And hey, welcome back to Geeksters with your hosts, Ed and Sean. Uh, yeah, so folks, um, I'm going to read an article. All right. California congressman may have spent 1300 in Steam games using campaign funds. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Okay, apparently, um, let me repeat that so I can do it in my normal voice. Yes. A California congressman may have spent $1,300 on Steam games using campaign funds. Wow. Now, people are like, what? Okay, well, first got to understand what Steam is. Uh, Steam is an online uh, community Mm -hmm. where you can, let's say you wanted to play Street Fighter 5. Yeah. Um, You wanted to play it on your computer, you would actually go to Steam And they have a library of games that you would buy Mm -hmm. and that you can log in. It's kind of like their own little server where you can download the games and play online with other people and things like that. It's not back in the old days where you would put a disc in and you would have a copy of that game and then you play that game because most time, most computer games at the time were single player games. Right. Then along came the massive multiplayer online games like Mm -hmm. EverQuest, World of Warcraft, where you log into an account. And you're on these giant servers with a bunch of other people. Yes. Now I know. Right now, there's a bunch of people going, "Dude, we fucking know you're doing a show called." I'm listening to a show called Geeksers. I know what an MMO is. Yes. I know what Steam is.
1: There's a few people that There's a few people in that room.
0: Maybe aren't computer gamers. They're yeah. just console gamers. Right. Um. So I'm just giving you some backstory. Yes. Moving on. All right. So there's this California representative, um, who's, who's. He may have used campaign funds to potentially purchase more than 50 video games through Steam. Now,
1: <laughs> now, us being average people, yes, you know, I think $1,300 is a lot of money for uh, a game, you know, for buying 50 games in a short amount of time.
0: Well, I mean, does it say here? I'm gonna let me, let me continue on with the okay, article. Sorry, maybe, it t- maybe it does tell me because I'm like. Well, I know I've probably spent thirteen hundred dollars in games over the course of maybe like the last five years, right? You know, I mean, we're talking. Let me find out in the article, Ed. That, you know, if I have an answer for you, okay. I mean, you've read this article, already, yes? Have you? I have not, so yeah. you are feeding into a question. You are answering. You are like precognizing, or you are seeing into the future, Ed. <laughs> you know, so let me see if okay. I, can, I can catch up to you, okay? Um, California represent, representative. Duncan Hunter, I love that name. What's your name? Duncan Hunter. I'm your representative for California. Duncan. Or more like, yo, dude, me, Duncan Hunter. I'm your buddy. I'm your pal. I'm the one guy who legalized pot, yo. I'm a gamer just like you. You can relate. That's why I get the young votes. (laughs) Okay. Well, he's currently under question by the Federal Election Commission for making 68 purchases through the Steam gaming platform utilizing campaign funds. According to the initial report, Hunter's spokesperson, Joe Casper, not the friendly ghost, <laughs> this is Casper with a K, okay, right. um, is arguing that Hunter's son is the one who is actually responsible for the purchases. In short, the kid may have gotten a uh, hold of his, da- of his dad's wallet, grabbed a random credit card, and started making steam purchases total a whopping 1300 Um, Okay, well, it seems like how old's his kid? Like, they don't tell you that. Right. So you're like, well, is it possible? But why would dad be having the company credit card for your election funds on him?
1: Well, that, 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 that I thought about that. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, okay. I, I want to give you my, my perspective on this. Yes, and I'm very, very interested in your perspective. If, if you're out on the town and you're promoting, say you go to a diner, okay. you know, and you're you know shaking hands and saying, hello, I'm oh. so-and-so, and you want to flip the bill for everybody so you can get their vote. You just whip out your company credit, you know, the company credit card, and basically appropriated those like things as almost as a write off for you know. I mean, mm. Maybe that's a bad example. No, no, I'm
0: trying to think. I'm like, maybe it is because I think wouldn't that be appropriation of funds because it's like you're trying to buy votes with that money? Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, I would sit there and go, okay, you know what, we're a little short on. If I was, let's say, at the local Philadelphia office, and okay. they go and they're saying, hey, you know what. Where our printer busted.
1: Well, that's, that was, that was my next, going to be okay. my next, as you, as I thought about it, I'm thinking that okay. was a bad, bad example, but you see like you were at your campaign, uh, headquarters and you needed more flyers or posters yeah, or I whatever for that a rally. campaign fund to, to do that. So that you would have, mm-hmm. go to your Kinko's or Staples or whatever. And, Here's my credit card. I need, you know, right. 2000 flyers or whatever, 100,000 flyers, I need okay. 800 posters and right. you know, for the for the setup for the whole uh, campaign.
0: All right, all right. Okay, well, uh let's see. <coughs> um it says here the F- F- FEC, which is the Federal Elections uh Commission. Committee, right. Is given him until May 9th to prove that either the full amount has been refunded or that he has paid for the charges utilizing his personal funds. Um, it's only about four weeks, and if we've learned anything from working from a customer service, it's that month might not be enough time to clear up some drastic as a $1,300 bill. I, I mean... Let's see. We'd be interested. Okay, like the person here who wrote the article is Ryan Winslet. Mm. I don't know what legitimate company he works for, but it says here we'd be interested in seeing the list of games, DLC, and subscription purchased. If try only find out, he only spent thirteen hundred. Oh, it's thirteen hundred dollars in one go through Steam. Yes, um, that is a pretty big fee because I mean I've I, I do have a Steam account. Mm. I don't really use it much because I'm not really. It's tough for me to do computer gaming because in my computer is in my room, yeah. And in my room is also a forty-seven-inch TV with a PS4 and a Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to kind of want to go. My my computer screen is only like twenty-six inches. Mm-hmm. So it's it really is when it comes to gaming, size does matter. <laughs> <laughs> he measured it with his penis. That's right. That's <laughs> why I know my TV is forty-seven inches long. What? Um, <laughs> It hangs over <laughs> <laughs> the TV. So, I, I mean, so it's always tough for me to kind of go, let me go on my computer and play an MMO. And yeah. I'm also not very multiplayer-ish. Yes. We've, we've established that. So any game I play on the computer, if it's multiplayer, it's usually not for me. Um, I did buy Diablo 3. Like I've always loved the Diablo series. Mm-hmm. I bought the Diablo series on PC because I didn't think they'd ever come out with a console version. Now, when okay. they came out with the console version, I bought that, and I love that, tra- that I love that version more than I like the PC version. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm sure my graphics card probably makes it look prettier, but there's something about the play style on, because I'm, I'm so used to using a the controller. People are right. People are like, well, you can buy a controller for your PC. You are correct. I'm not going to deny that, but it also is 26-inch screen on a game where I can turn around and have it 46, just right. you know, 46, That's right. So, I mean, if, the, if $1,300 is a lot, I mean, 50 games, you know, even though it must hit a bunch of sales because the games are averagely still. One thing I, I never liked was the fact that you go into your local GameStop or your local um, store to buy a video game, it's usually roughly 65 bucks. That's what tax included mm-hmm. and stuff like that. When you go and buy it online... It's generally the same price. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of anti, you know, I kind of feel like it should be drastically cheaper if you're going to buy it online because there's no physical disc that needs to be made. Mm-hmm. There's no case that needs to be made for it. Mm-hmm. There's no paperwork if you are going to do instructions for it. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to show for other than the files that you know are already drastically... like a game that cost you $65, it didn't cost $64 to make. Yeah. It costs somewhere in the range of 20, maybe $30. Right. You know, and then the distributor gets their cut. The retailer gets their cut, which is usually, believe it or not, like is way smaller than people. Most people think, mm-hmm. you know, so I kind of feel like if you're going to be cutting out the middleman of the distributor and the retailer, then it, I don't think you should sell your game at cost. I do think you deserve a little something, something for your money, right? But I don't feel like.
1: But if you're if you're making a 30 thirty dollar game, you know you should make it forty bucks because then, it, then it's like you're making a twenty five percent profit on
0: it. I completely agree. And if
1: you have like you know a hundred users that are playing this game, you know at one point, that's you know. A thousand dollars. No yeah a thousand dollars just to make sure I did the math right you know (laughs) I mean that's small potatoes in the conceiver but if that's one day you know imagine like a month or you know a year of of constant that kind of uh, uh, sales mm, going on
0: now the argument can also be said too that well the reason why it's $65 is because yes there is the production cost to pay everybody but then Steam is holding it on their server so they need to get paid too but again I don't feel like even if they're not distributing, they're, they're just holding the files. It's like I don't, I don't know. there's something kind of fishy about charging the same price for hardware and software when they're two different kind of mediums. I mean, yeah. you look like you have a, a really well, valid point.
1: No, well, the thing is is that the, the, the picture that I when I read this article wasn't so much about the whole steam thing, but I agree with you on that. right The thing for me is the kid. Spending thirteen hundred dollars <laughs> of this of this man's credit card, like his father's credit card, like if you took your father's credit card,
0: I, my, I wouldn't even dream of that. Because but just to yeah. say and
1: you were say like okay, you were twelve, okay, you know, and you're online gaming and you want to play more and more games, and, and you
0: just reaching a dad's wallet and
1: start you know using it away and spend thirteen hundred dollars. Like to me, like I mean, I granted he is a state senator, so I imagine he makes.
0: Well, he makes probably I, six figures in the course of a year right yeah.
1: you know you know I'm, I'm sure he makes some extra money here and there for whatever sure. appearances or whatever yeah. so a name on. like
0: Duncan hunter sure right you
1: know <laughs> just name alone like right. you know
0: that's here's ten thousand dollars right no
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I just feel that this kid should be punished <laughs> severely <laughs> humiliated in the state of California because I mean it's like really I mean, like like my my father would have Beating me senseless, I, I
0: and, 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 and so I, I and, and
1: I know you know violence to kids is wrong, blah blah. Whatever, I don't so, care.
0: Sometimes you can understand what turns Mister Hand into Mister Fix. That's right. <laughs> you know,
1: you know and,
0: and it's just like I, I, I think it's justified.
1: I'm like, like if I was the kid and I got beaten for for something like that, yeah, I should be beaten. Like, like yeah, I did $1,300 worth of games that in a, in a course of a, what a, a month, maybe. Cause it's, yeah. it was on one bill. So it's a, it's a 25 hour yeah. 25 day period that you're, you're getting these, you know, games charts.
0: I'm always curious. like, well, how did you fucking find out? Like, I mean, did steam go, Hey, you do, guess what? Duncan Hunter, our, our representative account, like how did this come about or was it, I'm sure it came
1: in a statement. You know, they
0: they I guess, yeah, you're you know, right. and
1: then that's public knowledge. It's not. It's oh, not yeah, like right. it's not like our credit cards. It's like yeah, it's out online and anybody yeah. can watch it. I mean, these are these are our funds. And I mean, I, there yeah, is yeah, a yeah. lot of yeah. there's a lot of people out there that actually watch what's going on in terms of money. Like like when you get a donation for your representative where that money goes and you can follow it you can follow where that money goes and and where it's getting spent and where you know because you you might be like you know what i'll give you a hundred thousand dollars for your campaign but i'd like to see the bridges fixed or you know trash right. off the you know type of right. thing or you know yeah and 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 like i want you to the, the votes, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to use it for a dinner. Okay. You know, if you want to use it for like a, a, a crowdfunding dinner, that's fine. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, they, they see the bill and all of a sudden there's like $1,300 in video games. You go, wait a second. Here, here, here,
0: like, here's a question, and I don't know if you can answer this one. I'll try. You have funds that are brought into your campaign. Yeah. To help you spend to promote yourself in your campaign. Right. What if you lose? And what happens to all that excess money that's left over? Good question. Because there's always something like, like, okay, let's say you and I are running for office. Yeah. And we're opposing sides or we're, we're on the same side, whatever. I raise a million dollars and you raise two million dollars. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the – and you find out like when election day comes – are you supposed to have a zero balance? Like what if like when, when election day comes, I'm sitting on half a million dollars and you're sitting on $1.5 million. Well,
1: the way I understand it is it's not just the individual's money. It's the party's money. So like Democrats, Uh, Republicans have this fund that they use. So it becomes like basically a commutative draw in a way. I mean, like granted, like you might donate to a certain person, You know,
0: for okay, so let's say I'm a Joe Schmo and you're running for office, and I go, Ed, I believe in you, you're the best, I want you to be my state representative. I'm going to give you a hundred dollars towards your campaign. Yeah, now that hundred dollars goes to the Ed for President campaign fund. Yeah, and then you lose. Yeah, it's not like I go, I can't go, yo, Ed, I give you a hundred dollars, I want my money back. Yeah. So you're saying that hundred dollars then gets transferred into, let's say you're a Democrat or a Republican. Let's say, let's say you're part of the Tea Party. Yes. Just, yeah. You no. Know, yeah. The, when I hand you that check for a hundred bucks, you have to hand that hundred dollar check to the Tea Party's treasurer. Yes. And then he's the one who cuts you a check. To say, I need flyers for Ed's campaign for president, and he goes, okay. And I cut it out of that general pod because, like, I could be running on the Tea Party's dime too. And I could be getting, you know, it, it's like there's a Ed fund and there's a Sean fund in the
1: right. I mean, like they say, like 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 when like like when when Obama was running and he was making all this money because of all these dinners that they were having, people throwing for him, and he was making all this money. What ends up happening is is that they're not going to spend every dime on it. Okay. There's no way. It's just like right. the, the amount of money the the, the astronomical funds that he was making, there was no way that he you know, like he's gonna make all these flyers and all these posters, and all these commercials to do all this stuff. So what ends up happening is is that it goes basically to the after it's finished, goes to the Democratic Party. Not during. Like like Oh, okay. Like, so like after everything is
0: right. all said and done. If I make it awesome. If I don't make it, that sucks, but it's nothing because they they get their money either way. Yes. Like it's it's not like I lose and I still have. They go. Oh well, you know what? In your fund, there was a hundred thousand dollars left over. That's yours to keep as a, as a prize money.
1: Right. Like this is a consolation prize for for you losing. Sorry for sorry it didn't work out. Here's a hundred right. thousand dollars. is. Have a great you day. You
0: lost you get out that hundred thousand dollars is still part of your party thanks for contributing yeah and and not only that but thanks for that hundred thousand dollars but now you're gonna support the guy that just you know beat, beat your you. ass right as to show solidarity for your party right
1: like so like like if Bernie Sanders and uh, Hillary Clinton go you know head to head and finally one has to drop out because one becomes the Democratic uh, 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 nomination for right. the president. Then, like, if say, like it's it's Clinton, then all of Sanders money basically goes to the Democratic Party to help start push her now to right because now the go Democratic against the Republicans.
0: And now the Democratic Party is going. We have all this fund for our Democratic candidates. Now we can use it to help promote Hillary, right, and then, or uh, Bernie. Or and I'm
1: saying, and I, I can guarantee you that probably for the most part, that every dime that all those people get for donations, like, in in terms of running for that party, they spend almost every dime of it on, you know, campaign trail, first, you know, uh, flyers and posters (laughs) and so on,
0: you know. (laughs) You just see this guy, Duncan's, like, okay, I don't know, like, I I find the whole article really weird because it's like, uh, how old, he's saying this kid did it. I I would have to. There's got to be a harsh punishment for my kid, at least. That's the same. Like,
1: like I. I mean, like I would. I mean, seriously. I mean, like, like to learn his lesson. I mean, like that to me. Like that kid is a brat. Like to
0: to automatically. Like right. Yeah. There's no way my kid would ever go into my wild to grab anything. Like even today, I am a middle aged man, and if Dad says, "Hey, you want to order some dinner?" and I go, "Yeah, sure." He's like, "I call, I order," and he he goes, "How much is it?" and I go, "It's like twenty bucks." He goes, "Okay." You know, And I go over, I grab his wallet, and I hand it to him. I, ne- I deal with with all my girlfriends I've ever had, all my family members. To me, a purse or a wallet is very personal. Yes. You don't go through that person's personal belonging. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're finding there, but there's no reason for me to go into that money to take money because to me, that was always told I'm stealing. Yeah. Even though my dad's like, we need money here, pulls money out of, out of his wallet and hands it to me, that's different than me going and going, Dad, I'm taking five dollars. I, I, I but can yeah, but never that's the thing. Like, it's,
1: it's not like the kid like took the credit card. Dad, I'm I'm taking this to you. <sighs> throwing him a Steam account. Right. Like he just ran the cards. I'm sure yeah. he wasn't until it happened. Like it probably he probably
0: wasn't even aware of it. Yeah, either.
1: he got he probably got sideswiped swiped over it, and he's like, holy either crap! Like
0: he's blaming his kid. <laughs> Dad's a big gamer. <laughs> need- now we
1: gotta find a gamer tag, like. You know. <laughs> Duncan Hunter. <laughs> no, double O seven or something like that.
0: Yeah. In the words would be like D Hunter. Like, uh, Dick Hunter, what's up? <laughs> Gets trolled. D Hunter, what's a D stand for Dick? <laughs> it will be when I teabag, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You learn how to shoot, motherfucker. Uh, last name's Hunter. I figured you'd be better at shooting a gun than an MMO. is <laughs> the reason why you lost Duncan who names your kid Dunk- are you McLeod <laughs> uh, uh, that's interesting I I, yeah. well, I wish there was a follow up on that yeah.
1: <laughs> if there is I'll, I'll definitely and bring it to us Everyone
0: just Google Duncan Hunter see what's going on with that because he's got till May yeah. so you know maybe, a little, maybe we'll have a follow up in like May at some point mm. yeah his kid did it why don't you just cart his kid out and go yeah I did it's my account you know, but but it's not that. It's, now he's got to pay it back. And I would think that if a senator is making six figures.
1: $1,300 is no it problem. It yeah. should have been like, yeah, oh, my son,
0: my son did that. Okay, I have until when? I could just do it right now. You, here, let me use this card. and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Make sure it's not the, you know, yeah. make sure it's my personal card. And my kid fucked up. All right, sorry. You just kind of admit to it and be bang, boom, it's done, it's paid. You know, the funds are back into the into his own you know his own campaign fund yeah seems like an honest mistake you know but I guess because of the way the rules are it's like you need to account for every dime and the moment it goes off of any kind uh, you, of campaign, it's
1: how many times I mean like I mean sometimes you hear this stuff and you go really you're going to martyr somebody over like you know, a small amount, yeah. like, you know, inappropriate funds. And they, they of course, the way they, they write the stories, especially the media, and they write the stories, it's like so grandiose. And you don't know how much the total is because they never give you the number. So obviously, it's like, it was like, what, 50 bucks? You know, like they, like yeah. if you're not giving,
0: if it's like $2.1 million, it'll be like, all right, you know what? Like, I should be in jail, you know? Like, you know I'm going to put a silver lining on this story, Ed. And we'll call it, we'll, and we'll wrap it up with this. Could have been worse. He could have been spending it on drugs or hookers. You're right. I mean, it's $1,300 in games. That $1,300 is a very expensive, good call girl. (laughs) It could have been $1,300 in drugs. It could have been $1,300 in any illicit activity. This was a gaming issue. There wasn't even like... Oh, Senator found spending $1,300 on prostitution. What was that game that you're playing? Oh, that's Senya Curry Yeah, I don't know. Like, or, or he plays, uh, it's $1,300 in costumes for the dead or alive characters because there's a shit ton of girls like, look, they're in maid outfits. They're in bikinis. They're in costumes. It's like all 99 cents. It's, it's 50 games. It's not like one transaction for 99 cents apiece. That's $1,500 worth of. $39 worth of clothes for a game that's not even that good. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's a guy who's really taking the pay to pl- uh, pay to win really seriously. <laughs> like, that's what I look at it. It's like could have been worse. He could have been spending that campaign fun on a hooker.
1: Yeah, all right. You know, You're absolutely
0: right. All right, kids, uh, we're going to call it a night and thanks for listening. As always, if you want to catch the show live, uh, you can on Sunday nights from 6 to nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.
1: Just to track on Radio on those apps.
0: And while you're at it, go to Facebook and type in Geeksters Radio. Get to our Facebook page and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can either go through our message in Facebook. Or, you could. Yeah, you could. You could. That. You could. You could. Or you can it's go right to Ed, the source himself, by typing... Ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you go to our, our website, wordswithgeeks.com, there's a contact uh, page that you can <laughs> actually contact geeksters at wordswithgeeks.com. There you go. And we'll get the message.
0: All right. In the meantime, folks, have a nice week.